Thanks and welcome to Ask BBB. And joining me this morning as co-host is Chris Lavoie, Operations Manager at BBB Serving Western Ontario. Thanks, Jim, and good morning, all. Chris has been with the BBB Serving Western Ontario for over a decade and as Operations Manager has a broad spectrum overview of BBB's activities. And we're going to be talking about advertising later today. Yes, and BBB accredited businesses adhere to advertising standards set out by the Better Business Bureau. Later this morning, we'll bring you highlights of a BBB quiz that helps you test how you judge ads. And if you haven't shopped for a new stove, fridge, or washer or dryer in the past 10 years, you might be overwhelmed by the choices that you have. To explore that, we welcome Johan Rondelet of Johan's Brand Source in Strathroy, along with Brand Source appliance expert Isabel Osmar. Good morning, Johnny. Good morning, folks. And good morning, Isabel. Good morning. So before we look at how and why of replacing appliances, perhaps you could give us a picture of the current demand and how you are handling it at the brand source in Strathroy. Well, it's, it's been an interesting year. So we've got uh, for 2020 a, a combination of things. Uh, there is the E-Star program, the energy rebate program by the government that offered 25%. So we've seen a big demand from that. Uh, when the COVID kicked in, we see, we've seen a big demand for uh, refrigerators and freezers as people stocked up uh, in the grocery stores. And that demand has seemed to uh, continue through to today. The appliances in our home are, are part of our daily lives and something that we kind of take for granted <laughs> until they don't work. Um, besides a total malfunction, what are some of the other reasons that people consider replacing the appliances in their home? Well, I'd say the first and primary reason is uh, if, if it's not broken down, it's because they're doing a renovation of some sort and they're looking for some new uh, state-of-the-art appliances with all the latest features and looks uh, for the renovation project. There's also a lot of um, life-changing situations. So let's say, you know, the kids go to university, so they'll generally downsize their appliances. Or also if a new child is born, then they may need want uh, bigger appliances. We hear the term smart appliances and the Internet of Things. How far advanced are we today in, in today's appliances? We're currently living 10 years before the Jetsons. <laughs> Most... Uh, most appliance vendors right now have an, an extensive line of smart appliances. You actually look at uh, G and Samsung, we're targeting 100% of their appliances to be smart by 2020. Really the purpose of a smart appliance is, is to facilitate the customer's busy life and save some time. And there's really some really neat functions right now um, that have been developed. You have remote uh, preheat, for example, where you know you're driving home from from picking up the kids and you want to preheat your oven fr from the car. That's possible. Also, there's peace of mind where you think you forgot to close the oven and you're somewhere else and and you can check on your phone if it's still on or even if it's still on, you can you turn it off. But there's one, you know, one thing that really resonated with me was uh, a camera inside my refrigerator. I find myself many, many times at the grocery store um, thinking, okay, did I bring the milk? Did I not? Um, do I have butter? Do I have cheese? Do I have those lunch meats? Well, now there's refrigerators with a camera inside that will be able to tell you if what you have and, and from the grocery store be able to see 
directly into your refrigerator. So me as a young mom of, of two young kids, this was a fantastic innovation. So are you saying you can access that camera from the store? Yep, you can access your camera right from your smartphone and see what's inside your refrigerator. No more calling your partner to see, can you open that, that, that fridge and tell me what's inside? Now, some of these things, um, you know, uh, in the smart world are manufacturer uh, proprietary. Um, if you have one brand, do you have to stay with the same brand or can you mix them with these smart appliances? Yeah, so before, um, originally they had all the same appliances had to stay within a certain platform. So each vendor had either Bixby or um, whatever their, their platform is. But now what we're finding is that these um, vendors are integrating with, more, with bigger platforms such as Alexa and Google Home so that they can connect to your overall smart home. So they're just one element within, within your home. Well, speaking of uh, togetherness, our kitchen appliances like uh, the stove, the refrigerator, the dishwasher, are they designed to be sold as a set? Well, you know, there's two trains of mind. One is in terms of, um, of your uh, kitchen appliances, you can either go and, and option one would be to get everything matching handles matching the beveled sections matching or alternatively option number two which is you know whatever the best appliance for your your the type of you know person that you are within each spot so many vendors have created these unbranded appliances for exactly that purpose so what are i mean we're talking right now i guess about washers and dryers what would be some of the efficiencies we would look for when shopping for a washer and dryer and again um are those also designed to be sold as a set. Um, in regards to uh, washing machines, uh, the, the single biggest energy con uh, con consuming device in your home is uh, water. Uh, because water is dense, uh, it, it takes an enormous amount of energy to heat it versus say the air from the furnace. So your washing machine and your dishwasher, which, which both use a lot of hot water, uh, there is a, a lot of opportunity to save money with a high efficiency machine. Uh, now you've got traditionally you've had the old uh, top loads up till about 20 plus years ago with the agitators um, that would I'm not sure how much water they had in those but they would have an enormous amount of water when they filled up the you had the transition to uh, uh, front loads uh, in uh, Canada and the US that was pioneered by Maytag uh, they were extremely innovative when a when the uh, front loads came to uh, market um, there were also some drawbacks, uh, which, uh, such as, uh, uh, there was a mold or a mildew smell, uh, back then, um, which, as well as vibration issues, which both have been resolved today. So with a front load, you get an extremely high efficient, uh, machine that uses very little water. And because it, if you can picture it, it takes those clothes and it will pull it through that little bit of water on the bottom hundreds of times a minute. Uh, nothing cleans as good as a front load. Uh, in, t in regards to uh, dryers, I'd say your, your biggest opportunity in dryers is having uh, a, a center dry. Uh, in the, the first sort of um, system was what they called auto dry, which would measure the air as it left the dryer. Uh, we've moved on to more advanced systems, which is center dry. 
And with center dry, you've got a sensor inside of the dryer that will physically measure the amount of moisture that's in the clothes. And it will actually turn off your dryer when your clothes reach a, a certain temperature. So in that case, you're going to save money two ways. You're going to save money on energy savings when the dryer shuts off early. And you're going to save a lot of money in clothes as well. Uh, because what people don't realize is as clothes dry, once the moisture is gone from the clothes, they superheat at the very end of the drying cycle. So all the damage, the clothes fibers twisting and, and frizzing and all the damage that happens to your clothes, most of it happens you know, in the last 10 minutes of the dry. So there's two ways that a, a high efficiency dryer uh, with moisture sensing can save you a lot of money. You're listening to Ask BBB, and we're talking to Isabel Osmar, a plants expert, and Johan Rondelay, the owner of Johan's Brand Source in Strathroy. And we'll continue our conversation after this short break. Welcome back to Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan, and I'm here with Chris Lavoie, who is the operations manager at BBB Serving Western Ontario. Thanks, Jim. And with us still is Johan Rondelay of Johan's Brand Source in Strathroy, along with brand source appliance expert, Isabel Osmar. Before the break, we were talking about the efficiencies and improvements in washers and dryers. So how about dishwashers? Uh, has the efficiencies of dishwashers been improved? I, well, that's interesting. Uh, I used to think, and I believe a lot of people still do, that it's nice that a couple can maybe wash dishes together uh, in their <laughs> kitchen, have some quality time, and save some money doing that. But the reality is uh, that today's dishwashers, we're talking about water consumption in the range of 10 liters or less. Uh, whereas if you're washing dishes by hand, uh, it can easily use up to 100 liters of water. So aside from the quality time, uh, if you go with the, the dishwasher route, you're using like a fifth to a tenth of the amount of the energy that you would by washing by hand. There is an irony in the fact that these appliances, you know, they've become smarter and easier to use, but I mean, they're more complex in their design and construction. What considerations should we give to warranty and serviceability? My personal take is that there's sort of two price tags. You've got the price you pay when you purchase the appliances. Appliances today, they're, they're not made like they used to be, you know, 20, 30, 40 years ago. Uh, so I think it's, it's actually more important that you look for something that's built with quality that's going to last a little longer. Uh, the better appliances today uh, might last you, you know, they're built to last about 10 years. So they're not like Maytags from, say, 30 years ago. Um, the second price tag, in my opinion, is, and what a lot of people don't realize, is when it comes time to get the appliance repaired, Trying to find uh, a qualified uh, service tech and uh, trying to get the parts, it can be very difficult. There's so many stories I hear where people are waiting for weeks and even months to get the parts they need to, to uh, repair an appliance. And generally speaking, I would say the closer the appliances are made to home, uh, the more service techs there are that can repair them and the better availability there are for the parts. So. Uh, brands, for example, like Whirlpool, Maytag, KitchenAid, Amana, are generally built in the U.S. And as you move to different brands, uh, they might be Mexican, they might be Korean, uh, they might be uh, Chinese or other parts of the world. 
So not that they're bad appliances, but it can be harder to find parts than uh, to get service for them. Also, um, when you actually look at warranty claims, it's, it's something like 60% of warranty claims result in actually the unit being replaced because it's becoming so expensive to replace them. So really, you know, with um, it, warranty is a, essentially a good way to protect your investment. In fact, uh, I know of a situation where a dishwasher had one tiny part that uh, couldn't be found, so they ended up having to replace the entire appliance just because there was that one tiny part that uh, was missing. And so speaking of that, how do we dispose of these old appliances? Can they be uh, recycled in some way or, or what's, what's the best way to do that? The, what we do is we find people that we know are going to properly dispose of the appliance. So when it comes to like refrigerators and freezers, uh, the refrigerant that's used is very dangerous to the environment. So there are some recyclers that may just cut the lines and uh, just take the machines down to the recycling depot while there are others that have the proper equipment and are certified to actually reclaim the refrigerant, which is actually legally required. Uh, and they also may break down the appliances uh, into their components where the result is more of those components are, are able to get recycled. Yeah, there's a great initiative in Quebec right now with Pure, Pure Sfera, um, where they take all the old refrigerators and break them down to the primary materials. And even, you know, one of the things that is the most polluting in a refrigerator is the, the gases within the foam. And what they do is they, they, they will remove the gases from the foam and, and separate and resell all these different elements. It's quite a, um, a neat innovation, and I suspect that it'll go more across Canada. Well, we've talked about some of the major appliances uh, in our kitchen and the washers and dryers. Uh, what about some of the smaller appliances? Are there some new popular uh, countertop appliances out there? In terms of new popular appliances, you've got microwaves and microwave technology. That's obvious. That's the obvious one. But there's some really neat um, uh, smaller appliances like air fryers right now that are, are really uh, doing a big splash in the industry right now, where essentially before you had you had to fry everything in oil. Now it's using air to, to make that crispy exterior. And so you've got all the calorie savings and, um, and health benefits to go with it. Air fryers have become something really popular in the industry. Um, if you look at small appliances in general, they're becoming more and more obsolete as, as larger appliances are starting to take some of that function away so that customers can free up their countertop space so that uh, they can put other things on it. Typically, the small appliances that we sell are countertop microwaves, uh, but by far. Uh, I would say uh, if there's one feature you're going to look for in a microwave, it, it would be sensor cooking, which has this intelligent sensor that measures the amount of uh, humidity that comes off of the food. So it sounds simple, but when you hit that pizza button or reheat uh, the different types of meals, it will sense uh, those types of meals and cook for the appropriate amount of time. Johnny, Isabel, I'm sure that uh, people are now looking around in their kitchen and uh, in their laundry area and wondering if it's time for that new appliance. We want to thank you for bringing us some of the latest information about appliances. You're welcome, Jim.
Thank you, Jim. We've been talking to Isabel Osmar, who is the appliance expert with Brand Source, and Johan Rondelay, the owner of Johan's Brand Source in Strathroy. Johan's Brand Source is an accredited business with the BBB with an A plus rating. We'll return in a moment with Chris and a quiz. Thanks and welcome to Ask BBB. And joining me this morning as co-host is Chris Lavoie, Operations Manager at BBB Serving Western Ontario. Thanks, Jim. Good morning, all. Chris has been with the BBB Serving Western Ontario for over a decade and as Operations Manager has a broad-spectrum overview of the BBB's activities. We're going to be talking about advertising today. Yes, and accredited businesses adhere to advertising standards set out by the BBB. The Better Business Bureau has been helping people find businesses they can trust for more than 100 years. Businesses that support the Better Business Bureau adhere to accreditation standards that include sound advertising, selling, and customer service practices. And when it comes to advertising, Chris, there's a lot for the consumer to sort out. So, yes, um, it's estimated that we hear or see more than 5,000 ads every single day. So when it comes to advertising, accredited businesses commit to standards that are truthful, sincere offers to sell. Um, the standards state that advertisers have a responsibility to be able to substantiate all claims made and should be able to provide that substantiation upon request. As well, all advertising that may mislead or deceive consumers should be avoided. And from a consumer's point of view, uh, I guess it's always good to put on your critical thinking cap when you're reading or hearing any any ads. Of course. And if you visit the BBB website, you'll find an exercise that tests knowledge of standards and some of those critical thinking skills. Just scroll down to BBB Ad Truth, click, and you'll be taken to the quiz page. All right. There's probably some people who are doing that right now. Um, and I see that we can test our knowledge, learn how to identify bad advertising, and we can also report a bad ad. Uh, how long does this test take? Well, the first quiz, uh, Test Your Knowledge, has a few basic questions. It usually takes less than five minutes to complete. Okay. Give us an idea of, of the nature of the quiz. Sure. Um, well, the first scenario presented says, Your coffee cups is eco-friendly, and then asks you under what circumstance might this not be misleading, and gives you four choices. All right. Now we're all set. Sure. Now, remember, we are asking for the circumstances where the statement eco-friendly is not misleading. So there's A... The company won an award for being environmentally conscious. B, the company promised to heat all shops using renewable energy by 2020. C, the cup says in large print, cup made with 3% post-consumer recycled fiber. D, none of the, none of the above. Okay, as I listened to those, my, my first reaction was to pick C, the cup says in large print, cup made with 3% post-consumer recycled fiber. In that case, you would be among the 24% of respondents who chose that answer. However, 51% agreed that all of those statements are somewhat misleading. Okay, so I should have picked D, none of the above. All right. Well, According to 51%. <laughs> well, let's try one more then. Yes, so should a business make this claim, you will lose at least 20 pounds in 10 days without diet or exercise. Your choices are yes or no. Okay, so that narrows down choices, and I'd pick no. And you would be right. Outlandish claims like this are, are likely misleading. 74% of respondents agreed that a business should not make that claim. So if we want to complete the quiz and the other questions that are, are there, that are there, Chris, where should we go? Okay, so you go to bbb.org slash Western Ontario and scroll down to the bottom of the page. Click on BBB Ad Truth. 
In addition to this quiz, you'll be able to access information on how to identify bad advertising and how to report bad ads. And once you're able to report bad ads, is that something that uh, people can do, can call into our office to report a bad ad or report it online? Absolutely. BBB has been handling cases of misleading advertising since it began in 1912. People could either give us a call, they could email, they could go on our website and, and submit what they feel is a misleading ad and we'll review it. And what happens then with that review? Well, I mean, it depends on the circumstance. Um, in most cases, uh, we do what's called an advertising review where we provide the company an opportunity to either substantiate or discontinue or modify the claim. In the event the company chooses not to cooperate with the Better Business Bureau, then it becomes part of their public BBB business profile. Well, Chris, that's our time for Ask BBB, and thank you very much for joining me this morning as our co-host. Remember, you could contact us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at BBB Western ONT. If you have a question or a guest suggestion, tweet us at hashtag AskBBB. And if you are interested in becoming a BBB-accredited business, call us or go online to bbb.org slash western hyphen Ontario and become part of one of the largest business networks in North America. Until next time, I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Chris Lafoy. Remember, Ask BBB. And start with trust.